Welcome to the Pool Nation podcast, where it's all pool talk. And we ain't talking about netting and jetting or splashing and dashing. We're talking about becoming a nation of pool pros. We talk about the latest products, trends, and training in the pool industry. Now let's welcome your host with over a decade of industry insider experience and still the reigning champion of Marco Polo, Edgar De Jesus, and his co-host, John J.J. Flawless, the fastest netter in the West, and Zach the Pool Boy Nicholas. Welcome, everyone, to the Pool Nation Live podcast. I am your host, Edgar De Jesus, and yes, I am the reigning champion of Marco Polo, along with John J.J. Flawless, the fastest netter in the West, and the famous Zach, the pool boy, Nicholas. Today, we continue our conversation on the three core segments of your business, and we dive into part four, John, of operations. I want to welcome everyone to our live podcast, the podcast where it's all pool talk. And we ain't talking about netting and jetting or splashing and dashing. We're talking about becoming a nation of pool pros. And yes, we will talk about the latest products, trends, and training in the pool industry. But before we get started today, I want to thank our sponsors. I need to start with our friend Danielle from the SPPA, Ken with Ultimate Pool Tools. John, they've been with us almost since the beginning. We also want to give a big shout out to Chris from Blu-ray XL, which was not far behind when he joined us. They have just been absolutely amazing. We also need to thank Aquastar, Todd, the entire team there. You guys have been amazing. You've been very fun to work with. And John, I think we need to run with the drum roll for our two new sponsors for this year. Here we go. Natural Chemistry and Raypack. We want to give them a big, huge shout out, a big welcome to 2023, and welcome to the Pool Nation family. We're super excited to have you guys on as sponsors for this year, and we want to give a huge shout out to all of our sponsors, John, that have supported us through this entire crazy journey. I'm like thrown off right now. <laughs> Is it New Year, New Edgar? Is that what we're doing? New Year, New Edgar, New... I had to do something different because I wanted to thank all of our sponsors. And I wanted to talk about the two new sponsors that are coming on, which is Natural Chemistry and Ray Pack, And we wanted to give them a big shout out. So the first one of the year needed to be a little bit different than our normal intro. Yeah. Well, I mean, where's my good morning? Usually I get good morning, John. And I'm sitting here going, dude, you know I'm a creature of habit. I probably threw everybody off. Everybody that's going to be listening to this, John, is going to be like, wait, what's going on? Oh, yeah. You definitely threw a curveball for 2023. <laughs> I was just going to say, wow, I was very impressed with the intro. You went through that very quickly. You have some new form of sense of urgency in your voice. And you did a really good job, and I was going to throw you a compliment, but then you threw that curveball, and you completely struck out with the whole <laughs> good morning, John, Monster. thing. And now, I don't even know what the hell is going on right now. Yeah. Here's the, here's um, the thing, John. Happy New Year. I, I couldn't start the new year without dropping the ball. No you're pun trying intended, to keep me on right? My toes. Uh, no, you're trying to keep, no, you're just trying to keep us on our toes. That's all. I get you. Okay. So you threw me off completely. I'm just trying to get my bearings again. But look, what a great start to the new year, right? And we are definitely excited and very humbled and honored 
to have such great companies like Raypack and Natural Chemistry supporting us throughout the year and what we're trying to do here and believing in our vision and mission and trying to help out every pool pro and pool girl out there. I couldn't be any more humbled. And I'm looking forward to, that's just a small glimpse of kind of what we got in store. We have some pretty amazing things coming out this year and I'm very excited to be a part of it and excited to introduce it to you guys all as we progress through the year. Absolutely. So for those of you that know us, you know that we've been obviously since day one working on some things and those things have just taken a while to put together and to get to where we are. And we've changed our journey, right? At the beginning, it was just a podcast. And like we've talked in these last couple of podcasts, John, where we talk about strategy and we talk about putting plans into place. We always tell everybody, you have to be able to pivot. You have to be able to change because your business is going to change as you go through your path and through that road. And so for us, Pool Nation has really taken a couple different routes, right? Like we get to a crossroad and then at that point we have to make a decision of here's the path that we're going to take and here's the things that we're going to do. So with a lot of these things, with the strategies and all that we talk about, we talk about them because that's what we live. And with Pool Nation, it's been that exact same journey where throughout the process, we've met some amazing people and what the pool pros have asked for has been a little bit different than what some of our plans are. So we kind of pivot, we change to fit those needs. And so we've been working on some, a couple of things and they're ready to come out this year. And hopefully the first quarter of this year, we'll be releasing one of those first things that we've been working on for two years, John, because this one that we'll release, we started working on all the way from the beginning. That was one of the visions that we have. So it's exciting, John, to start the new year and to start super excited already about something that we should be able to have ready within that first quarter and be able to release it to everybody. And I think will be a big, huge tool for everybody out there. No, for sure, man. Then to have Raypack, to have Natural Chemistry join us and join the Pool Nation family because they believe in our vision and what it is that we are doing is super exciting. And of course, we can't leave out the people that have supported us all the way through this journey because all the money that we've made from the sponsorships and stuff like that have gone into this big machine that we're trying to build and that we should be able to start to have out this year. Without them, we wouldn't definitely be able to do it. So a big, huge shout out to them. A big, huge, happy New Year's to everybody out there listening. Thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all the messages. It's super exciting to to begin the year like this, John. Super excited. Oh yeah, man. I'm a loss for words. Like you said, we... We started off with a dream and we saw a need in the industry that needed to be addressed and as far as like the education portion of it and business acumen and getting every single pool guy and pool girl out there on a level to where they're pool professionals, right? And at least give them the tools and resources so they can equip themselves and be the best at what they do. And it's been a long journey. And it's been very fulfilling and, and just very beautiful to see how things have progressed and how everybody has come together in this industry to fight for the greater cause and understand that we are the service professionals in the industry, are the heart bone, are the backbone and the heart of the industry. Like we've always said from the beginning and seeing some of these manufacturers and other bigger companies that we respect, that we, that products that we use, right, that step up and say, hey, we also believe in what the vision that you guys see and we want to be a part of it helps us accelerate 
accelerate what we what we're trying to accomplish and us being able to make it come to fruition a lot sooner than we initially planned because it's it takes a lot of time dedication, hard work, knowledge, which I believe we're all blessed with, but there's money that's involved too, to bring out some of these tools and projects for the pool pros out there and to have that support from our new sponsors. And like you said, most importantly, the ones that have been there from us from the very beginning and believed and saw what we were doing and are still here with us today is, like I said, truly humbling. And it would not be possible without them, or at least we wouldn't be as far as we are or being able to deliver what we're planning on delivering in 2023 for everybody out there without their help and support. So again, we're very thankful for them believing in us and believing in the message that we're trying to send out to everybody. So yeah, it's pretty cool, man. It's pretty, it brings a smile to my face just to think about all these things are actually coming together and seeing that puzzle, right? And you're like, oh, it's overwhelming at first, the end game, (laughs) the end picture, right? And then as you get through it and as you're going and pieces start to seamlessly fall together, right? And get to where it's at, we're at that stage where we're closing in on this puzzle piece. And I think it's, I think everybody's going to enjoy it and we're happy to just have a small part of it. Absolutely. Super exciting. So great way to start the year. So anyways, everybody, thank you so much. So this episode that we're doing today was an episode from a question that somebody sent in with regards to their business and we broke it down into three core segments. And so we had the last podcast, we were going to finish with the operational and there was two last minute things that were sent in. So what we wanted to do is try to get those in and answer those before we move on to the customer relations side. So John, starting with this podcast, what we want to do is cover those last two. And so I am going to jump in and just give a quick recap. We broke it down into the three core segments, which was operational, customer relations, customer service, and the financials. And so if you go back all the way to episode 122, it was going to be two series now it ended up being three. But so far in those episodes, we've talked about specifically how to manage inventory, chemicals, distribution of chemicals with your employees and your staffing and hiring process. Then we jumped in and we talked about how to figure out how many pools your employees should do, your overall strategy and equipment tracking. And then we talked about attendance. And then we talked about what else, John? We talked about one more. And I'm the unloading, loading of the trucks. Thank you. Loading and unloading of the trucks. So we had two more that were sent in, which I think are great ones. And I think they're very important for us to address. John, let's jump in. And the first one that they sent in from an operational standpoint was really kind of performance reviews. And what they sent was, first, I wanted to start by saying thank you for everything that you guys do. I'm in the early stages of my business, and I get fired up every time you guys talk about setting up my business correctly and creating a one, three, or five-year plan. I knew that I needed to do something, but I had no idea where to start. You're making this process a lot easier. I only have one employee working with me, and we're pretty lax since it's just us. Should I put together a performance review process? And if yes, what should that look like? So before I even talk about that, I want to talk about this message, John, because 
How cool is it? And this is the thing that I'm always talking about. In order for you to begin, you have to have that vision. You have to have that strategy, the one year, the three year, the five year, right? And it doesn't have to be very detailed. You just have to, at the beginning, have a generalized picture of what you want to be. And to be able to see somebody that only has one employee, but they're already thinking about the next step is super exciting to me because that just tells you that they're doing exactly that. They're starting to look at the bigger picture and say, hey, I'm only here, but I know that I want to grow. So should I do this at this stage or not? And I just, I freaking love that part, John. I couldn't agree more. And this is it. This is a type of critical thinking that we need to do in order to become successful business owners. We can't be that out of sight, out of mind and pretend like, oh, I don't need to worry about this right now. You do need to worry about it right now. And whether you have one employee and, and appreciate the honesty about being lax as having one employee, we're all, we all fall into that trap sometimes. But the minute you bring on a, an individual onto your, into your organization, right? It doesn't matter if you have one employee or a thousand employees. It really doesn't matter. We talk about consistency, right? And accountability. It's very important that you start right with the first employee because if you don't establish these types of initiatives or responsibilities or consequences or whatever with one employee, when you bring on the other, it's a bad habit, right? Remember, I say it and I'm going to say it again. The hardest part about learning is unlearning. And if you bring on one employee and you don't do it and you bring on another employee and, you, and okay, and then I'm going to start to do it. Then what happens to the first employee that worked with you for a year, right? Yes. Never had to go through that. And all of a sudden now you got this whole change and you're saying, okay, all now all this shit's different. Now we're going to do it like this. And then now you've unfairly changed the whole the scenario for your current employee that was working there, right? And you might've turned their world upside down. And now you're not only in danger of not retaining the new employee that you bring it on, but then losing your most veteran employee because of your lack of being consistent or setting these guidelines from the very beginning. So it is hypercritical that you immediately start to put these things into play because if not, it's going to only get worse. It's just like bringing on accounts that you shouldn't be bringing on or taking on clients you shouldn't be taking on. And then you do more and more and more of them. And then that one problem with 15 pools is not, is whatever, a little bit of a headache. But then if you continue that, now you have 30 problems with 60 pools or whatever, it just, it compounds, right? And it creates an environment that is no good for you or for your, for the people that work for you. So yeah, I'm thoroughly impressed with these questions and I've said it a million times how we've evolved, right? And these questions have changed from, and I don't know what it is, whether people have just become more attuned to it or, or accustomed to it, or it's more of their daily life, or hopefully it's just, they're just more comfortable asking these questions to us now. And I think this one topic, especially performance reviews, is one of the very most important topics. Like we said, attendance, you can talk about it. I could talk about it for two hours performance reviews, I can talk about this for another four hours and how important it is. And I think too often we take this portion of it for granted because in our minds, we see a bigger picture. We think we see a bigger picture and we expect our employees to, to have that same vision as us and to see it as well. But the reality is they don't. As a business owner, you're a different type of beast. You are a visionary. You are an entrepreneur. You have these types of different things drive you, right? Where your employees have, could have a whole different perspective on life and how they view work. So performance reviews, I mean, before we even, I just want to talk a little bit about it before we get into it. But I think this is a very, very, very important subject. And it's something that you need to establish immediately when you hire your first employee. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I just love, and you can tell this person is going to definitely be on that right path. So big, huge shout out. And guys and girls, what we want to do is we really want to give everybody a safe space. That's really been the vision from the beginning. And that is that you can ask any questions and we're going to give you that safe space so that nobody bashes on you. Nobody makes fun of you because they're in a different path or they have more knowledge or whatever it is. We've all been there. So our focus at Pool Nation is to give you that safe space. So it doesn't matter what question you have, whether you think it's the most complex question to the most simple question, just feel free to ask those questions and we'll answer those questions for you. All right. So for me, John, I'm going to go back to the same thing. And I talked about this a little bit on the last podcast is before you even get into doing a performance review, I want you to get into the habit of giving constant and informal feedback. And you need to make it a common thing in your business. And it could be something as simple as a meeting or once every week where you address things that were not done properly or need to be improved, but do it in a way that's not negative, but helps growth, right? That it allows you the opportunity to be able to grow and create a culture where feedback is commonly used and commonly accepted. And the best way to do that is to make this a part of your business routine. And I think a lot of people oversee this part of doing this and how much of an impact it can have on a culture of a business. So as you go over these things and you make it constant, and we talk about it all the time, and it has to be consistent. You have to do it all the time for it to become a normal thing. But once you do that, it's going to become a natural part of your business to be able to give feedback and for people to be able to take that feedback in a good way. And a lot of you, and I do this to John and I do this to Zach and I do this to some of the people around me and I tell them, give me your feedback. Tell me what you think, but tell me what it is that I need to improve and tell me what it is that I need to do better. Don't tell me what I do good. I'm not interested in what I do good. I'm asking for feedback on what it is that I need to improve. And I personally do that because a lot of people are not comfortable with giving feedback. They always think it's a bad thing and they're afraid of conflict. And a lot of people are very afraid of this person didn't do this and I need to have a conversation. They think of that as a negative conflict and it's not. When you create a culture where you're constantly giving and taking feedback, it becomes your culture, it becomes your way of doing business and it just becomes normal and acceptable. And it's not a bad thing. Conflict is not a bad thing, right? So the only way that we're going to learn is if we get feedback from those people around us and those people that are leaders and have the experience. So the first thing that I'm going to tell you to do as you go into these performance reviews is create a culture of being able to give constructive feedback, to give feedback, to be able to grow. So again, if you do a meeting once a week in that meeting, as part of the agenda of that meeting, put the segment for feedback. And in that feedback, you can address policies, you could address procedures, you could address all those things. And you now tend to make that a common thing where people can take feedback. Because if you don't do it on a normal basis, when you go do give somebody feedback, they're going to think it's a bad thing because it's not a common thing. So 
Number two, getting into creating a performance review, you have to create that performance review now. And I love it that you're at this stage where you just have one employee. And John talked about it a little bit, and I'm sure he's going to get a little bit more into detail. But if you don't do it now and you don't do it later and you change the way things are done, it's not fair to that first person. So it's really important that you start doing it now and it's going to become very easy for you and your company as your company grows. And trust me, once you have four or five employees, it becomes more difficult because you have so many other operational things that are going on that it's going to be very difficult to stop and make the time to be able to create that performance process. If you do it and you learn with your first employee, by the time that you get to employee three or four, it becomes seven second nature for you. We talk about it all the time. It's like exercise that muscle. The more that you exercise that muscle, the better that you're going to get at it. So to me, John, it's super imperative that they start a performance process in place now so that it can be just something natural for their business. What are your thoughts? No, I think you you hit the nail on the head there. You have to create a culture where constructive criticism or feedback, right, is welcomed and expected. The employees or people want to, it's human nature, period. Let's forget about employee, employer, but just human nature. You want to know that you're doing the, you're on the right path, right? You want to know that the work that you're doing is the correct work and nobody wants to not do well unless you have a POS of an employee, which is a whole different type of subject. But let's just assume that you have an employee and that's why you hired them. And that's why you, they're working for you because they have a need and you're able to provide a job and money for them or whatever, or a career. And there's a few people that don't really like to be acknowledged or whatever, but in reality, everybody wants to know that they're doing a good job and have that at a boy or that at a girl. And if they're not doing something right, it's very important and that you do course corrections throughout the year. And you're not just waiting for the shit to hit the fan. Right. And then all of a sudden you tell them, Oh, well, you have been doing this for however long. And, you know what I mean? And got it out of that and you allow things to blow out of proportion. And that's when things explode and things don't work very well for you. So I agree 100% that you need to foster an environment where, where you can have those candid conversations with your employee and your employee can have those with you as well so that you can help guide them throughout the year so that they set themselves up for success so that they can progress or grow within the company. As far as like performance reviews are a tool, they're not the end all be all, but that's something that an employee will look forward to. And I think we take it to, we take it for granted sometimes as an employer and we don't really pay attention to it and see how important it is for an employee. I believe personally that every employee that you bring on should have a performance review that is done at least at minimum once a year where you can take the time, however long it may be, half hour, hour, or whatever, to recap all the good things that they've done that you like, that you want to continue to see them to do, plus address opportunities that they might have that you'd like them to also help try to resolve or get better at or to fix. But more importantly, how to set up what their future is going to look like the next year and where their career might take them in your organization or how far they can grow and what they have to look forward to. And then also, in turn, I believe that every year an employee should also have a pay increase. 
right? And it's only fair because every year, everywhere we go, doesn't matter wherever you're at, inflation goes up and that dollar does not go as far as it did the year before. And at minimum, you should be raising your employees' wages to to combat the cost of living increase. And then on top of that, based off of performance and how well they've done, you should also be able to throw them a bone on top of it. Because the truth is the majority of people, 99.9% of the people working for you are working for you for money, right? And that's a motivating factor. And if no matter how great of a boss you are, if it's a dead end and at the end of the day, they can't make ends meet or they don't see a career path down the road, or if they give you two, three years, four or five years of their life, that they can see an opportunity for them to do much more than what they are, then the truth is you're going to have a hard time retaining and holding on to good quality employees and you're going to have constant turnover. So it's very important, these performance reviews. And, but more importantly, it's holding them accountable to them too, as well. I look at performance reviews as not a time to sit down and beat up your employee or to tell them all the things they've done wrong. At the end of the year is a time to really celebrate all the things you think they've done great and you want to encourage and some of the things you want them to, to become better at, not because they're not good enough to do their job, right? But because you want to see them grow so that they can meet whatever, get to whatever goals they have. And then in turn, also, it's a time for you to sit down with your employee and get feedback as well for the, the job or the company that in the workplace that they're working in so that you can also get feedback and then find out what their desires are and what they, where they see themselves the next year, what they want to accomplish and whether or not you guys can agree on that or find a path so that they can reach their goals or whatever their, their dreams are or, or desire is while they're working for you. So I think... It is a tool that is very, very critical to have. I think it's a tool that is commonly misused and or just neglected. When you bring on an employee, and this is what, like, for instance, what I'm doing is when I bring on an employee after about three months of working with me, we're going to have a sit down and have a conversation and we're going to talk about their performance, their review. And then I think if they do well, we're going to give them an increase. Accordingly, after the three months at that portion too, we're going to talk about exactly what we're saying. It's like a little mini review. And then after that, we're going to set dates for yearly reviews that we're going to be doing. And then every day you're going to want to stick to them and you're going to want to take them. You're going to want to take them very seriously. I know in my previous life, dude, the biggest pet that employees had and I had when I used to work for people is when my boss neglected my review, knowing my review was due and I busted my ass all year and I did what I was supposed to do. And then when it came down to review time, they didn't do it or they didn't take it seriously or they just sent it over for me to sign or it was late a month or late two months. Those are the types of things that really upset employees and get them to build some type of animosity towards you because they don't think that you can sit and take aside. 30 minutes or an hour worth of time to talk to them about how great they're doing or some opportunities they might have. It really sends a message to them that subliminally that you might not see or you might not think is a big deal, but in reality, it really is. You're only as good as the people that work for you. And if you don't have some form of gauge of their performance and they don't have some guidance throughout the year and at the end of the year, it makes it very difficult for them to want to stick around. Yeah, and John, here's a couple of statistics that I found online as we were talking about it, and that is that 68% of employees who receive accurate and consistent feedback feel fulfilled within their jobs, and that's huge. That's almost 70%. The other one, 65% of employees say they want more feedback, but nobody has given it to them. 
And so this is what we talk about. In order for you to create that culture, you have to do not just a performance review, but you have to create that constant feedback so it becomes normal in your day-to-day operations. And you don't leave it from a year from now to tell this person, you're not doing this right, you're not doing this right, you're not doing this right, and then they leave feeling like they got beat up and then you go, oh, by the way, you did a pretty good job and here's a little bit of a raise. It doesn't work that way. You have to create, you know, that culture. No, yeah. It's a time to celebrate, yeah. right? I think it's a time to celebrate. And if you have to wait until the end of the year to tell them they've been doing something wrong, you failed as an employer to your employee. You're right? doing something wrong. You're doing something wrong. And why on earth have you allowed that behavior to go on for a year without addressing it. These are the types of things and that you bamboozle them and they're like, what the hell? You never told me that this was a problem or why wouldn't you tell me about that earlier? And it turns it into a negative situation. These performance reviews should be something that every employee looks forward to because they're like, okay, I know I'm going to get this. Am I going to get more? Am I going to talk about, now's my time. I could talk about promotion. I could talk about the next step in my career and stuff like that and da, 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 da. All the opportunities and deficiencies that an employee might have, those things should have already been addressed from the get-go and been worked on throughout the year. And you talk about the progress that they've made when you've addressed those issues six months ago and how well they've grown from that position, right? Or how they've handled or tackled those issues they've had and how they've turned it into a positive way and you reward them for it. So for sure. Absolutely. So when you start looking at a performance review, there's a couple of different things that you're going to look for. And your performance review is going to be a little bit different than some of the other performance review reviews for other companies. But I'll just give you an example. You'll have to tweak it to what fits your business need. And then remember that if you have people that are in management, their performance review is going to look very different from somebody that's out in the field. So you kind of have to tweak those performance reviews. But an example, some of the things that you should be addressing in that performance review is a attendance. So if you have an attendance policy and a procedure in place, then it becomes very easy because it's very black and white. Here's your 10 points. You used up five. Here's your score. So then now it becomes a lot easier to track. If you don't have an attendance policy, then it's very difficult to talk about attendance because you're not tracking it. So you're guessing as to what that is. The other thing is going to be communication skills, right? And that could be communication skills with you, with other employees. It could be communication skills with your customers, The other thing that you might be able to have on that performance review is teamwork. How well does that person work with other team members within the company? You know, time management and the time management could work for both, could work for people in management. It could work for the pool pros out there. And the time management is, are they using their time effectively to get all the work done that needs to be done? The other thing is customer relations. What's the customer relationships with their customers that they're servicing? And if you have somebody in the office, what is their customer relationship skills with your customers that are calling? Another one could be problem solving, how good at they are at problem solving. If they get out into a pad and there's an issue with it, did they just throw their hands up in the air and go, I can't figure it out? Or do they have the skills to be able to try to figure things out while they're out on the field. If you have somebody in management, it could be a little bit different, right? Like how are they managing the office? How are they solving some of the problems that are coming up? You have an attendance issue. You don't have an attendance policy. 
are they able to see that problem and are they able to go, hey, what we need to do is we need to put a procedure in place to be able to solve this problem. And then the other one can be productivity, right? So if you do have a certain number of pools that need to be done on a daily basis, how good are they at being able to complete all the work that needs to be done. Those are just a couple of examples of the things that you can have on your performance review. But again, remember that from position to position, that performance review is going to change. For sure. And look, to recap it a little bit and to put it into perspective in the easiest way is a performance review should not be a surprise, right? Everything, it should basically be a recap of what you've talked about throughout the year. And I also realize and understand that there's a good majority of people that are out there that have employees that might not be doing that. Right. And so my, and it's going to be hard to have that first performance reviewer to do it and not have those surprises or those issues, or it turned into a disaster and it not be a time of celebrating and talking about somebody's career path and, you know, how they look you know, what you see them doing with you, with your company for X amount of years and where they see themselves is before you set up performance dates for anybody, push them out for whatever. If you're going to do it and say, okay, I want to do one at the end of the year, I want to do one in the middle of the year, whatever, but push it out like six months minimum from the time you decided that you want to do it and do a performance review on every one of your employees or your employee without them knowing about it. And go through what you would talk to them about of the good things and the bad things that you, the things you want to see improved, right? The things that they should be doing better or re, or whatever, and the things that you want them to do more of and you want to see more of, and then what you want them to do in the future. And do that review on your own, have that piece of paper. Now take it as your responsibility to start Having those conversations, like Edgar said, beforehand, create that environment where you have that, you you give that feedback through day in and day out so people are on the right track and start working with them on those issues or start congratulating and high-fiving them on those successes that they have and reinforce those good behaviors so that when you do set that time to do that review and you start talking about those things, those are things that you've already spoken about and they're aware of. And then now you can recap some of those progresses. Does that make sense? It's don't just say, okay, all of a sudden I'm going to start doing reviews and here we go. And all of a sudden you, you bombard people with good, with the good and the bad. Say, oh, I'm going to start doing these reviews. This is how we're going to do it moving forward. You're going to set them up six months from now. Already do that review and then start working with those people to give them the opportunity to start fixing some of the issues that you see that you want them to, to fine tune and do better at. And I think you'll find that is the best approach when first starting to do these performance reviews. Absolutely. Guys, let's do guys and girls. Let's do this. Let's take a word from our sponsors. When we come back, we will continue our conversation. The Hyper Pole from Ultimate Pool Tools is a pool care pole designed by pool professionals for pool professionals, featuring precision crafted carbon fiber and stainless steel construction. Go to ultimatepooltools.com or Instagram at ultimatepooltools. Pros have specific needs when it comes to general liability insurance. The SPPA program has you covered. With three tailored and customizable general liability options, SPPA makes it easy for pool pros to feel secure. Find out more and get covered at the SPPA.com. 
Now available, Pool Invoice. Pool Invoice is a pool billing software created specifically for the pool service and repair industry. It's developed for our industry and only our industry. Pool Invoice is built with reoccurring billing in mind. You can print, email, text invoices, or even send via WhatsApp. You can add reoccurring or yearly charges, accept credits, and set up auto pay. You can even see when customers have seen the invoice. It even has a customer portal where they can log in and see, print, and pay invoices. It has all your customers' information on one page, so you don't need to search through hundreds of invoices looking for the one you need. Just go to the customer profile and it's all at your fingertips. Created specifically for the pool industry, Pool Invoice. Now available at PoolInvoice.com. Blu-ray XL is the power of minerals working for you. Reduce your overall chemical costs and labor up to 50% guaranteed. Whether you have 20 accounts or 20,000, Blu-ray XL's direct pricing and free shipping to the pool trade have you covered. Improving pool professionals' profit and work-life balance is what they do. Blu-ray XL, the real mineral purifier. Visit them at BluRayXL.com. Blu-ray all day. Aquastar's new pipeline cartridge filters, available in two sizes, deliver top-notch hydraulic efficiency along with best-in-class filtration performance, approaching that of DE filters. Uniquely designed, open pleat spacing means 100% of the media square footage is usable. And these claims are backed by NSF test results. Designed with the pros' time and comfort in mind, the patented double-locking system improves safety and ease of access, making filter cleaners faster than ever before. Available now. Ask your supplier for pipeline filters today. Natural Chemistry, a leader in specialty water care solutions for over 30 years, is proud to provide products that make pool service easier than ever before. Its unique enzyme formulations in Pro Series Pro Blend improve efficiency of your pool program while reducing frequency of filter cleaning and scum lines. Natural Chemistry is also well known for its wide variety of phosphate removal solutions that include a non-clouding formula in phosphory and extremely high range removal with Pro Series Foss Remove or Foss Free Max. Save time, save money, save work with Pro Series products. Stop sacrificing durability or efficiency with the help of Raypack's new Avia HD models that utilize NITEC, their exclusive industry-first technology. NITEC Heat Exchanger Technology is Raypack's latest solution to superior strength and maximum efficiency when it comes to residential pool heating. With 900% more nickel compared to Cooper Nickel in critical surfaces, NITEC creates an ideal surface to protect against scale formation and erosion without compromising on Avia's 84% thermal efficiency. Learn more at raypack.com slash nitech. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pool Nation Live podcast with me, Edgar, your co-host, Mr. J.J. Flawless, fastest netter in the West. No, can't go too slow, right? Because it just doesn't have that route sound, right? Now you're really throwing it all off. Yeah, you're throwing it all off right now. If it's the first one of the year, so I figured, you know, let's just throw John for a loop. And it was great watching your face because you were like, like, what the hell is this guy doing? <laughs> Which, by the way, John, doesn't help for people listening. <laughs> Do we just talk about surprises, right? 
I just had a whole conversation the last half hour talking about, hey, look, there shouldn't be surprises like this, right? <laughs> so here it is. So I, I think I better not start throwing John for a loop on every podcast because then people are going to be going, what the hell is going on with this, with this crazy, crazy show? So anyways, welcome back, everybody, to the Pool Nation Live podcast. Let's continue our conversation. So we just talked about performance reviews. Next one that was sent in, John, was chemistry training. So how do we create a program that is consistent for everyone? And so I'll go first, John, and I'll tell everybody a little bit about what I did. And the way that I taught my guys water chemistry is we really just created an outline for everything that we were going to cover. And to me, it was easy because all the training, all the water chemistry training that I had done, everything that I had learned I grabbed that and I kind of did an outline into how to be able to train that. But what was important to me is that not only was I going to train them, but I was also going to get better because now I'm training a person. So I'm going to get even better at that water chemistry, right? Because you're having to dig into some of the details of it. So when they were writing with me, we were covering those topics and I did spend each topic addressing them at the pools individually. Now, the one thing that you have to remember when you have somebody new that hasn't done pools is for us to talk about water chemistry. We could talk about water chemistry for hours and our brains won't explode, right? We do it all the time. And we go into these rabbit holes with regards to pH and alkalinity and aeration. And like we talk about all these crazy things, but when you have somebody new and you start telling them, Hey, this is how you're going to raise your pH and you're going to use either bicarb or you're going to use soda ash. Oh, by the way, you can use aeration to increase your pH. They're going to be looking at you like, what the hell are you talking about? So we have to remember that when you're talking to somebody about water chemistry at the beginning, there's two things that you need to be very careful with. One, there's only so much information in a day that you can teach somebody without their head exploding. And I had Justin that was writing with me, and I think we were talking John Water chemistry all day, and I just kept blah, 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 blah. And finally, he turned to me and he goes, can you just shut up? Because my head's about to explode. I just can't keep anything else in my head. And that's the moment that it dawned on me that it's easy for us to just sit there and talk about water chemistry, but for somebody new, they're trying to learn so many different things that you have to pace it. You can't just go 100 miles an hour. So what I did is I would pick a topic. So if we were going to talk about pH, we would talk about pH for that week. But then what was more important, John, was that whatever I taught him had to be relatable into that pool. So that week while we were doing pools and we were doing water testing and all that kind of stuff, that's when I would break it down and start talking, okay, this pool, the pH is too low and we're going to raise it. And what are the options, right? Because now it becomes more hands-on. So you're doing the talking in the truck. Now it becomes more hands-on and you're spacing a lot of that information instead of that same week talking about chlorine, pH, alkalinity, let's talk about calcium, let's talk about TDS. It's just too much information. So you have to remember that people learn at different paces. There's people that are going to be able to consume more, but you have to be able to break that down. From there, what I started to do is I really started to take all my team to the Western show. And what I would do is I would pick the classes that I thought that they needed to go to. And I would say, here, you're going to take this class here. You're going to take that class. 
again, based on what it is that they needed. And then what I would do is I would save those calendars and I would just put it in their file with the classes that they had already taken. Now that's giving me a backup of the things that they would do. And then it makes it a lot easier if you are growing into putting all the procedures and performance review time. You now have an attendance policy. Now you have this file here with all the classes that they've taken. So when you're going to talk about that specific learning, it's very easy to see what they've been to and what they've learned. And so I think it's very important that you do have something in writing and that you have it saved because as you're growing, if you ever get to different situations, John, maybe you do have a performance review and you need to talk about training and you've trained them multiple times and they're not learning and they keep screwing up at the pools. You need to have something in writing to show that you have taught them that you spent the time and they're just not being able to comprehend what it is that they're doing. They're screwing up the pools, doing damage to the pools, whatever it is. So I think water chemistry training is super important and it can't just be the I'm going to fly by the seat of my pants and just hope that everything sticks. Yeah. And the chemistry portion of the business for a service tech is by far the most complicated. There's so many different variables that come into play when you're doing chemistry correctly and you're truly balancing the water. I say this to every single client that we go out and we do a quote on, and this is, uh, I'd say it every time I go, look, you can hire anybody to, to, to net a leaf and vacuum a pool, right? You can literally pay your kid to do it, right? And I'm sure if they do it enough, they'll do a decent job doing it. The physical portion of it is not the difficult part of the work. I mean, you can teach that pretty much to anybody that's halfway competent, right? What's hard is water management, right? That is where the difficulty really arises in the work that we do. And that's what differentiates us from the majority of pool companies that we have out here or anybody else in, in the nation is how well you understand the pool chemistry and water management and keep making sure that water is safe, clear, enjoyable to look at, to swim in, that the water's not destroying the vessel and your equipment, you know, the ins and outs of what to do and how to effectively maintain water. And it is a bear, especially with somebody who's never been in it before. And you're screwed if you do, screwed if you don't, because the chances are, if you've hired somebody that does know a little bit about pools, I'm sure they've done it the wrong way for so many years. And you have to unlearn that those types of behaviors. And you're coming with somebody who's completely green and doesn't have any understanding. And then you started to get into the complexities of LSI and ways of manipulating it and why and how, and that it is very daunting. It is, and sometimes, I myself even have that issue where I just take it for granted sometimes, right? That somebody should just know these things, but you have to put it into perspective and just think of the first time you've looked at a pool, right? And the first time you busted out that Taylor kit or the first <laughs> time you were trying to figure out what was going on with water and how to balance it and how to manage it and know that the slow approach is the best approach. And the way we tackle it is education is obviously is key. Having us as a crutch, I guess like the biggest downfall you can have is having your employee depend on you too much as a crutch for situations opposed to giving them the tools so that they're armed with the ability to fix problems on their own, right? To do some critical thinking and troubleshoot and be able to do it on their own without having to just say, hey, 
John, I'm at the pool and this is it. What do I need to do to fix it? And I put on our Instagram page, I put and one of the things we say is we more, we know more than just how we know why it's very important to understand why you're to explain and teach why you need to do things and how one thing affects the other when it comes down to chemistry, that it's not something that's learned in a week or two weeks, a month or two months or three months. It's a continuous process that you need to continue to do and not take for granted. Because sure as hell, yeah, you can go there and keep pH and keep chlorine and keep the chlorine in check and keep pH somewhat in check. And then the pool aesthetically looking at it might look like it's good water and the customer never knows. But six months, three months, five months, eight months, 10 months, 12 months down the road, we all know what that can cause and what that can do. And that can be detrimental to your business and to your clients. And it can be very costly for you. So chemistry is super important. It's an ongoing thing that and training needs to be taken very seriously. Any educational courses you can possibly give your employee is very important, whether it is the Western shows and going to trade shows and knowing that, hey, trade shows aren't only about the owner. It's not only about the owner that gets to go there and mingle and, and meet people and do that kind of stuff, but use it as an opportunity to take your, I think it's even more important that you not go to, if you have to not go to trainings or to, to shows so that you can afford for your employees to go instead of you, if it comes down to it, I think that's more important than you going because those, that's the time where they can take advantage of some of some good quality training so that they can further themselves and better themselves for you. CPO courses, the PCTI, the residential chemistry courses, any type of education that you can offer for your people, I think you should definitely jump on it and do it because we take it for granted too much. And if we don't do it right at the beginning, then we're unlearning a lot of bad behaviors because in their mind, oh, well, I haven't had to worry about doing that for six months or a year. Why do I have to all of a sudden start do it now. It's a slippery slope, but it's what helps determine the difference between a great employee and great service and from just average or subpar service. Agreed. Zach had sent us some notes in on this one. And Zach said, we wrote out a plan that says, this is what we're going to test for. This is how we're going to test. The PCCR target method is how we're going to balance. And then we train to those parameters. From there, we try to expose everyone to additional training and concepts so that they can look at everything when they encounter an issue. Additionally, we have designated people that may have more experience and training to go out and investigate any larger issues or recurring issues such as recurring algae that maybe a, a text has exhausted their knowledge base and we need to dig a lot deeper on the situation but our training is completely planned out when it comes to water chemistry and i think that's the right approach to take you really need to have something in writing and be able to use to make sure that you cover from point a to point z hey john let's do this let's take our final word from our sponsors when we come back i want to get your final thoughts the Hyperpole from Ultimate Pool Tools is a pool care pole designed by pool professionals for pool professionals, featuring precision-crafted carbon fiber and stainless steel construction. Go to ultimatepooltools.com or Instagram at ultimatepooltools. Pros have specific needs when it comes to general liability insurance. The SPPA program has you covered. With three tailored and customizable general liability options, SPPA makes it easy for pool pros to feel secure. Find out more and get covered at the SPPA.com. 
Now available, Pool Invoice. Pool Invoice is a pool billing software created specifically for the pool service and repair industry. It's developed for our industry and only our industry. Pool Invoice is built with reoccurring billing in mind. You can print, email, text invoices, or even send via WhatsApp. You can add reoccurring or yearly charges, accept credits, and set up auto pay. You can even see when customers have seen the invoice. It even has a customer portal where they can log in and see, print, and pay invoices. It has all your customers' information on one page, so you don't need to search through hundreds of invoices looking for the one you need. Just go to the customer profile and it's all at your fingertips. Created specifically for the pool industry, Pool Invoice. Now available at PoolInvoice.com. Blu-ray XL is the power of minerals working for you. Reduce your overall chemical costs and labor up to 50% guaranteed. Whether you have 20 accounts or 20,000, Blu-ray XL's direct pricing and free shipping to the pool trade have you covered. Improving pool professionals' profit and work-life balance is what they do. Blu-ray XL, the real mineral purifier. Visit them at BluRayXL.com. Blu-ray all day. Aquastar's new pipeline cartridge filters, available in two sizes, deliver top-notch hydraulic efficiency along with best-in-class filtration performance, approaching that of DE filters. Uniquely designed, open pleat spacing means 100% of the media square footage is usable. And these claims are backed by NSF test results. Designed with the pros time and comfort in mind, the patented double-locking system improves safety and ease of access, making filter cleaners faster than ever before. Available now. Ask your supplier for pipeline filters today. Natural Chemistry, a leader in specialty water care solutions for over 30 years, is proud to provide products that make pool service easier than ever before. Its unique enzyme formulations in Pro Series Pro Blend improve efficiency of your pool program while reducing frequency of filter cleaning and scum lines. Natural Chemistry is also well known for its wide variety of phosphate removal solutions that include a non-clouding formula in phosphory and extremely high range removal with Pro Series Foss Remove or Foss Free Max. Save time, save money, save work with Pro Series products. Stop sacrificing durability or efficiency with the help of Raypack's new Avia HD models that utilize NITEC, their exclusive industry-first technology. NITEC Heat Exchanger technology is Raypack's latest solution to superior strength and maximum efficiency when it comes to residential pool heating. With 900% more nickel compared to Cooper Nickel in critical surfaces, NITEC creates an ideal surface to protect against scale formation and erosion without compromising on Avia's 84% thermal efficiency. Learn more at raypack.com slash nitech. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pool Nation live podcast. Today, it's Edgar and John. We are talking about core operations or the core segments and operations. And so we've talked about performance reviews. We've talked about having a plan in place for chemical training. John, let me get your final thoughts. Yeah, no, I think another great little podcast talking about some two very important topics. Again, performance reviews that we talked about how important I think that is. And then, the, you know, obviously getting into the nuts and bolts of chemistry training and how really important it is and how easy it is sometimes to neglect it or not train as well as you probably should. 
or take things for granted that your employees should know something or might know something or should have known that or whatever. Just like anything, it all comes down to a you need to have structure and you need to have a plan. And you need to come up with training for chemistry with each and every one of your employees. And you need to adhere to that so that each and every person that's working for you has a clear understanding of what is required and what needs to be done when they're out there in the backyard maintaining the pool. But more importantly, they're armed with the knowledge to understand why things go wrong or why things aren't going the way they're supposed to or things don't look the way they're supposed to look. Because if they don't understand the chemistry, then they're not going to be equipped with that. And it's going to cause customer disappoints. It's going to cause unnecessary cost to your business in, in fixing things, chemical costs, right? Extra trips, dis- unsatisfied customers, poor service, turnover as far as clients, reviews. There's so many things that go into it. It all really falls down to the basics of are we doing our jobs as business owners, setting our employees up, giving them the tools they need to do their job. And education, especially Education as far as chemistry training is one of those very critical things that we need to take very seriously. So I look, this is, again, these are my favorite types of podcasts, and I'm sure there's a thousand more th- little different things we can talk about. I'm looking forward to you know more questions being sent out. And if anybody wants us to elaborate any further on any of these subjects, because by no means do we cover it all, please feel free. Jump on the website, go up there, submit a question and say, hey, look, John, hey, Edgar, hey, Zach, I need you guys to clarify this a little bit here. Or when you the situations you were talking about didn't necessarily fit with what I'm going through, what would you do in this scenario? And pop them up there. We'll be more than happy to dive a little bit deeper in any one of these things. So happy this new year. Looking forward to what's in store. And that's it for me. I'm feeling better. Can you see? Can you see I'm feeling better? Yeah, you, you definitely tell that you're feeling better. I am, right? Yeah. I'm Here's what better. I was just going to do is just because I started the podcast different and then we came back from the break different. I was going to throw you here for a loop, but I figured, you know what? Let me not throw him for any more loops today and finish the podcast in a different way. I might shut down. <laughs> so he doesn't yeah. freak out on me. And then later on when we get off the podcast, because what he will do is he'll call me and he'll be like all yelling at me like, that's not our procedures and we need to sit down and you can't be doing that. You can't throw me off my game and it'll make me look bad and send me my private jet to pick me up. (laughs) Yeah, that's me. That's me. Nailed it. Right. Nailed it. Anyways, everybody out there, super excited to begin the year with our podcast and super excited. Hope everybody has a great one. Catch us live on Wednesday on our Instagram live and John, have a great one. Take care. Bye guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Pool Nation podcast, a member of the Pool Nation family. You can listen to us live every Friday here at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central, and 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. You can find us at Pool Nation or PoolNationPodcast.com, on Facebook, or on Instagram at Pool.Nation. And to find more info about Pool Invoice, the billing software built specifically for the pool industry, go to PoolInvoice.com. Before you go, this is what the pool industry has been waiting for. PoolManUniversity.com. It's the first platform dedicated to learning the swimming pool service and repair industry. A pool service community where you can connect and find videos on business, service, water chemistry, and repairs. See you there at PoolManUniversity.com. 